Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Woe unto him that saith to the wood, Awake! To the dumb stone, Arise! It shall teach. Behold, it is laid over with gold and silver, and there is no breath at all in the midst of it. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 19. How foolish and vain it is to believe in anything wherein there is no breath, no ruach, no life-giving, moving, liberating spirit of God. Hobbies, entertainment, labors, jobs, homes, yards, idols of wood, stone, money, mammon, attention, golden calves, unanointed church services, breathless, all of it. What can it do? Nothing. It's nothing but ashes. Don't put your faith in it. Wood, stubble, and hay stored up for the final day. Burn your idols now or burn with the idols later. Run with all that you are away from distractions of lifeless vanity. Run with all that you are to the life-saving life-changing power of the presence of the Holy Spirit, the very breath of God, where every breath declares God's greatness and points all men to Jesus and the power of his resurrection. Examine where your faith is. In dead, breathless, vain imaginations, or in the impossible, life-giving, resurrection power of the Holy Spirit of God. Choose today to put the vanity away and believe in something bigger. Believe in something real. Believe in something eternal. Believe and be filled. Then watch everything change. Every chain break, every promise resurrected, every enemy defeated, every truth revealed in its proper season. Everything you ever needed wrapped up in this impossible gift of the Holy Spirit made available by the precious blood of Jesus to anyone who would believe, ask, and receive it. He paid the price to give us access to come boldly to the throne of grace to get what we really need to make a difference in these last days. Oh, praise him and ask for it today. Because if the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth within you, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Because it is not by might nor by power, but it is by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts, according to Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. 
It is the very power that God breathed into man in the beginning when he formed him from the dust of the ground. And that breath of life, that Ruach came into him and man became a living soul. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, it is that same breath that was prophesied to the dry bones that brought them resurrection prophesied in Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 9 and 10 then said he unto me prophesy unto the wind prophesy O son of man and say to the wind thus saith the Lord God come from the four winds O breath and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came in unto them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. You see, my friend, they had already been reformed, brought back together again, but they needed the breath to empower them. Because the Lord Jesus Christ himself, he is that spirit. And without him abiding within us, we can do nothing. Because that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we all, with open faces, standing before him, unveiled, able to behold him as in a glass, the glory of the Lord or changed by him into the same image as him from glory to glory, even by the spirit of the Lord, according to second Corinthians chapter three, verse 17, are you putting your faith in some other thing? Because only our God and King has the power of resurrection. And that's what we are needing. The church needs to be revived. Oh, blow mighty wind of God. In Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 13, he says this, And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves and shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live and I shall place you in your own land and ye shall know that I the Lord have spoken it and performed it saith the Lord of hosts do you want to know why we haven't seen that great and mighty end time army that revival that has been prophesied and prayed for for so many generations because God's waiting for you to run out of ideas of all of your alternatives, of all your plots, plans, ambitions, and idol worship, and put your faith in him because he can do it and he will do it in impossible ways through the power of his Holy Spirit, which is grace. When you run out of options, he will come in with resurrection. For behold, I am the Lord, the God of all the earth. Is there anything too hard for me? Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 37. God, we put our faith fully in you. And we thank you today that you set an impossible stage because it's time for this generation to see a demonstration of the miraculous power of our unstoppable king in undeniable power and glory that no man or flesh 
can steal, counterfeit, or mimic, that nothing can comprehend or compare with, that is for above and beyond any vain imagination that dare try to grab hold of the reins of it. You are the god of everlasting strength and power and might. You spin galaxies in motion. You do not need our mammon. You do not need our hype. You do not need our props, our inventions, our performances. You need our allegiance. You are looking for a people who are still believing that you can do far beyond anything that they are capable of doing in the flesh so that they will get on their knees in the unseen prayer closet and cry out for the King of Glory to enter in. Oh Lord, search our hearts today if there be any wicked thing, any vain imagination, any unclean intention any idol worship and I'm not just talking about the worship of idols but I mean a worship that sits idle a worship that is not present in the presence of God a worship that puts more faith in fundraising than in falling prostrate before the Lord and crying out for him to do what the golden calves of Egypt never could it is vanity and an utter waste to put your faith in that which has no breath. In the very next verse in the passage, I think it's the saddest. Because after telling them that what they have been putting their faith in is powerless, because that there's no breath in it, he follows it up by saying, but the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Sounds so lonely, doesn't it? All of the hoop and holler and hoorah around these dumb idols that cannot speak or listen. And the true God of the kingdom of heaven, the author of creation, who not only can speak, but when he speaks, what he speaks, he speaks into existence, sits in silence, in the temple, in the quiet, nobody asking, oh Lord, it will not be so today. We put away every other thing. We know that there is nothing that can be done but by the true king. For the state of this world to bring forth true power of revival, which is resurrection in a life, in a nation, in a church, congregation. But you, and you do listen. So we ask you for you, the one who is resurrection, the one who is salvation, the one who is life everlasting, the one who is revival, resurrection, reformation, transformation, everything that this generation has been trying to figure out how to attain. It's all found in you whose name literally means 
salvation. So save us. We know that you can hear. And we know that if you choose to speak, to break the silence, then what you say will be, no matter how impossible, no matter how miraculous. Because unlike the golden calves of Egypt, mammon, materialism, hype, celebrity, big name shows and conferences, when you speak out, what you do will not return void. There is breath in you. And when you release a sound, the breath, the very spirit of the living God flows out. Today we cast down every vain imagination that dare to exalt itself against the glory and knowledge of God. Oh, that scripture says so much in so few words. Every vain imagination, everything that we think, that we know, that does not line up with the word of God is vanity. And it will amount to nothing at best and destruction at worst. Because in our pride and vanity, we think that we understand and that these are good ideas and these are our ideas. But more often than not, they were seeds planted in the head and in the heart by the enemy, by a false prophet, by the spirit of error, by someone who just wanted men to follow them, by someone who had respect of persons, by someone seeking vainglory and maybe even spread by someone with good intentions, but not much spiritual maturity. My friend, it is damaging the lambs. Because when a person is born again, they're born as babes in Christ. And the model that is given in scripture is for us to have spiritual mothers and fathers who will tend to them, who will feed them the milk of the word of God until they can learn to discern for themselves through the word. Because a baby will put anything into its mouth and it will poison itself. But far too often, there are those in the body who have become so busy and so ministry-minded that they're birthing babies and leaving them to fend for themselves so that they're being picked off one by one by the wolves in sheep's clothing or you feeding the lambs of God. Because that's why the Holy Spirit, that breath, was given in the first place. Remember what Jesus said to Peter, do you love me? He said, of course, you know that I do. He said, then feed my lambs, tend to the little ones. Instruct them in truth and righteousness. Show them the difference between that which has no breath and the true power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that we are made priests and kings in God's kingdom. Do you know what the function of a priest is? It's to teach them to discern between the holy and the unholy, the clean and the unclean. It's to be a spiritual father our mother to disciple them he never said go out and gather a bunch of men 
unto you and your movement. He said, go out and make disciples of all nations, teaching them. But you can't teach without the teacher who is the Holy Spirit, that very spirit of truth. So stop putting your faith in things that have no breath and can only reproduce death. Oh, child, know that there is freedom in his kingdom for you. But it's only the truth that will set you free. So you need the spirit of truth, the very breath of God, the Holy Spirit. He himself will reveal it to you. So come to him today. Sit down and pray. Ask him to forgive you of your sins and of putting your faith in everything else but him. Ask him to cleanse you, wash you clean with his precious blood shed for our redemption and ask him to fill you with the breath of his Holy Spirit. Then open the Bible and read the red-lettered words of Jesus. Oh, great teacher, we ask that you teach us, that you breathe on us, that your breath might come through us, that there might be resurrection life in all that we do, knowing that you are with us and in us and us in you. Oh, we put our faith in nothing else, no breathless idols of man, for we know with all assurity and confidence that only you can do this. Oh, hear the cry of the remnant for the church of Jesus Christ in this generation. Breathe, almighty oh breath of God, on these dry bones that we may live. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.